We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And Fourier on WEEI. I don't even know how to respond. I mean, neither, actually. Uh, I'm not, is is Greg going to call in now? It's, I, I guarantee you, Greg Hill will not call in after that one. Like, I mean, listen, now, I mean, no, it Kennedy, was on the list. Kennedy well, from upstairs list? will be calling in the and Spotify being like, list. Oh, so who's list? Who's, not my Spotify list. Oh, Lord. You haven't sent me something one since the you're, first you're, week. Listen, so. it's time for my, you, you know to, what? I to did fly. Not, Get I, out of the nest and fly. I defend Terp on this. You were the one who were like, I'm going to make it. And I did. For you. You made it I one did. week. No, I made it three weeks. Two of them. I was three. No, like only two. Three weeks. No, there was an weeks. 80s version, and then it, there was another there, one. No, was there was more, a modern version. It was more one and a half weeks. You kind of like half-assed it the dude, second well, how week. How long do you want me to hold his hand? Dude, do you want to bitch well, and complain no. after every song he plays? You know, oh, Terp, you play Whitney Houston all you want. No, here's the okay. thing. Go ahead. Okay. Give me, give me. I, I've always reserved my right to complain about the music. I'm not the one who made a declarative statement week one. Absolutely. Screaming that on Fridays yes. you were picking music and then bailed a yes. week and a half in. Well, no, it was not a week and a half in. Two, he, I really felt like he was, you know... Upset that I took those uh, that job away from him. So in order, it you know, to be a nice week. guy, it's not like you order, hijacked. Well, no, no, you're now deflecting the whole. He was sulking. Oh, in the when hallway. was I sulking? He was oh, sulking in the hallway. It's great for Terp. He was so because he was in reality, I like, kinda, uh, you know, I play, I play the music I want to play. Why are you guys so listen, critical of me? I was like, if dude, I play what I want to play, the country. It. Yeah, just admit you had a spastic moment no, of oh, no. I'm going to do well, this. Do what was best for the show. And then two weeks later, you woke up and were like, uh, I was uh, doing what was best for the show. Terp was like a little, you know, apprehensive. He was a little nervous, and he only likes country. I said, I will give you uh, a, I'll give you a little, like a little, uh, little kickstart. I'll give you a little, uh, you know, a little, little nudge, right? And they'll send you down the right path. And then listen, when you see one set of footprints, that's when I was carrying you. That's what I did the first two weeks. Now he's on his own. Fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, yeah, Bird Gang. Here we go. Bird Gang. Woo, woo. Buckle up. Dear Lord. Buckle up. Well, if uh, Joe Mazzulla was nervous taking over the Boston Celtics, he sure as hell didn't show it uh, because not only did the Celtics close out the first half with a win over Detroit, but today we learned that Joe Mazzulla gets the keys to the car. He gets the apartment. He gets the contract extension. Joe Mazzulla is now the 19th head coach in Boston Celtics history. And a couple different ways to be able to attack this. But let's start with the Joe Mazzulla piece of it. Are you comfortable with this? I am. And originally, and listen, I still think he has a lot of growing up to do. I feel like there's still a little, a lot of real time, game time situations that I still am a little uneasy about. Well documented on my part with you, especially since we started working together on a daily basis. 
No, but he's – I feel like the, the real question is why now? That's that's what I would ask you. I would ask uh, ask you a question with your question. Why now, Gresh? Why do you think now is the appropriate time f- to take that interim tag off and announce to the world that you are now officially the new head coach um, of the Boston Celtics? As I thought of it more, not only does it take the question out of the media's hands to Missoula and to Tatum and maybe even Jalen Brown, uh, but the Celtics would kind of look silly if – it's on national television, and here's the NBA All-Star Game this weekend, and it says, well, those there's Joe Mazzulla, the coach of the East, the interim head coach of the Boston Celtics, which a lot of America who maybe aren't paying attention be like, what? Inter- wait, interim I didn't coach? know there was wait. a tag. I didn't know. I thought he was just the guy. Bingo. So I think it's twofold. Take away the question this weekend that the guys would be asked, but also – Kind of keeps the egg off the face of the organization a little bit. And if you're one of the broadcasters or the people that are talking about it around the All-Star game, the focus will be much more on how great a job Joe Missoula has done this year. Not that you had a head coach walking around with his you know shirt tail sticking out of the front of his zipper. See, I thought there was some sort of legal... Uh, I don't know. Some, some, some legal thing that was attached to Ime. I thought there was some contractual, legal, you know, wording that kind of forced them to kind of keep him as the interim coach because they couldn't fire him. Uh, what they pay? I don't know. I don't see his. Comp- but I thought there was something. I thought that was going to last there, regardless of what he did. Listen, even if that was a part of it, to me, the reason that they didn't just get rid of Eme right away was a communicating to the players a little bit. Don't leave them blindsided, but also b. Reserve your right to change your mind in case Missoula isn't the guy. Yeah, okay. And now that he's proven that he's the guy, they can effectively move on from Ime, which in a real employment world is probably something they should have done from the very beginning. Because as an owner, what do you think they needed to see in order to be like, okay, we're good? Three things. What? No chaos. Manage the locker room yeah. first. And then can he coach a little bit? I think the coaching was the third part of the equation of what you needed to see because in the NBA, we understand that the uh, the seas can get rocky real quickly. The waves see, can come rolling I, in. I'm not sure about that aspect of it. The coaching aspect of it, to me, is still up in the year. I think he has such good players. Sometimes like, great players overcome their coaching. It's tried and true. Great players overcome their coaching, their human erasers. Just listen, I call up a, a crappy play. The guy's so good, he just nails a shot anyways, right? I'm still not sure about how he's going to fare head-to-head against some of the better coaches during the playoffs, during a, a an Eastern Conference final, during the, the NBA finals, game seven, hell, a closeout game. Who the hell knows on the road or at home? I'm still not sure about that. The whole timeout thing, I just right. can't get over it. How much of where the Celtics got to last year do you give then Ime Udoka? I give him a uh well, I'll give him a ton of credit. Was he a more ton. was he more important or as important as the players on the court who seem to have carried over sort of the the vibe of last year? Let's well, I would way. say that they they were clunky for a while. There was some the first half adjustments. Stunk. There was like roll issues. There was a lot of eye rolling. I'm sure. I thought that he kind of took control of that situation. You say coaching, managing the roster. I thought which he, are two different things. Absolutely. In that league, absolutely. That's the NBA is the league where it is very different because those players will shut down on you. What do, What do you think? What do you think is harder? Um. Managing the roster or actually coaching yeah. in the NBA. The, managing the roster. Same with me. Oh, my God. Same with me, yeah. I managing think it's an obvious the, answer. Look, Bruce Cassidy even had issues kind of managing the roster in terms of the way those guys felt about him. Now, the difference is in the NHL, there is, um, and sorry, NBA players, if you're listening, there's much more pride in the National Hockey League. You're not going to have guys that are just going to, you know, across the board that are going to flat out be insubordinate and refuse to do things. Whereas in the NBA, those dudes will shut down on you. Oh, I got a bad hamstring coach. How long? Nah, about two months. Yeah. I almost feel like, I feel, I feel like I was diminishing his impact on the roster. That's what I, there was two things. One, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't sure if he could coach, if he could manage those high leverage, those high, you know, set of circumstances. 
you know, the crazy circumstances that, that arise at the end of the game. Um, and I also didn't think that he would have a ton of impact on the roster as far as, because I thought, and I believe that they were just evolved. They were old. They were angry. They were playing with a chip on their shoulder. There was unfinished business, all that stuff. Like everything that plagued them in years past, I thought that getting to the finals against the Warriors was a real awakening. Now I know what it takes. We've been through it. I mean, hell, they had been to the Eastern Conference Finals so many times. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, okay, what are they going to do in the finals? Well, now they've been in the finals and they failed, even when we felt like they had the high ground and they were in a really good position. But sure enough, the the Warriors were mature. They had a, they had they'd been there a bunch and they knew what to do. Now I want to get into a little bit of your worries come playoff time because I do believe in the NBA that the coach can have an impact, but the coach can't make up for a team that is nowhere near as talented as the Celtics, right? Yeah. So in the NFL, I think it's a little different. In the NFL, you can have a coach that can make a massive impact and less playoffs games to win, not series, all that kind of stuff, right? So the Boston, I'll just go with the seven teams who are seven through 10 right now in the Eastern Conference, right? The Washington Wizards, is Wes Unseld such a good coach that he would lead the Wizards over the Celtics, in your opinion? And and I don't I'm not saying this no, glibly, no, no. forget about but like you, Toronto's got Nick nope. Nurse he has championship credibility but he doesn't have the roster the Hawks Nate McMillan what was it two years ago when the Hawks ended up making a bit of a playoff run I think that was when Nate McMillan took over and then now some what year and a half two years later you're now hearing that well maybe they don't like Nate McMillan that much and then there's Spolster with the Heat now. If there's one thing Eric Spolster has been able to do is to get his team to play a certain style of basketball that makes it difficult on you, and maybe the Celtics end up avoiding that. If you just look at it in terms of one eight two seven three six four five kind of matchups, it'd be the Celtics against the Hawks. And while the Hawks have talent, I don't know if you take that talent combined with Nate McMillan and think that that's somebody that would, you know, put Joe Missoula in the corner, let's say. I am only worried. I'm not talking about the fringe teams. I'm not talking about the first-round battles that they will be going against. I'm only really I'm really only focused on, well, whatever team you think in the West, that would be the finals, okay? Uh, but if you start just getting out of the East, it's Philly, it's Milwaukee, and I'll throw Miami in there as well, but it's really just Milwaukee for me. Well, I think that Coach Bud, and there you go. I now think that's, that's it. That's, that's Doc has won one. Doc has won as a coach for the Celtics. He couldn't win it in L.A. with the Clippers. Right. He's been been talking about it and close, it feels like, with the with the Philadelphia 76, 76ers. But I'm not really threatened by them. I feel like talent will overcome the coaching gap. I think the talent for the Celtics will overcome the, talent, well, the coaching gap that exists between Doc and Joe Mazzulla. Now, on the other side with Milwaukee, I don't think so as much. I don't think so. I think that's your truest competition uh, and your toughest, I guess, out seven-game series against this team. Now, remember last year, Milton didn't even play. He didn't even play last year. Right. So he's been hurt. He's been coming off the bench. Where will he be in the next, I don't know, two months? Probably at full speed. Probably starting. I know as of at last check, I know it was day-to-day, so still in and out of the lineup. And Holiday ended up dropping 40 on the Celtics, and I know that he has elevated his game. But if you look at Smart, Brown, and Tatum, and you look at Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, you feel pretty good about those matchups. And really, Milwaukee is the reason why Brad Stevens added what he did to the roster. Go get your – again, go get more bigs, more bigs that can shoot. Try to pull Lopez and guys like that out of the paint. Make Giannis have to choose, or Giannis is really just the only rebounder, and maybe that's how you match him up against Rob Williams or something like that. But I think if the Celtics end up making it to the finals, I'm not worried about the coach on the other side because uh, when you look at the talent on those teams, you know Phoenix will have to prove they can play with Kevin Durant and everybody get along with that coach. You know Denver, talented team, but they haven't kind of broken through yet. If it's Golden State. Now, that's a little different because while Steve Kerr is there, it's really about their big three and that championship credibility. I'm not as worried about it 
as I once was. And part of the reason is because of the management of the locker room and the fact that Joe Mazzulla, I think, has the ability to pull Jason Tatum aside and say, listen, you need to do this differently because every guy is going to be treated differently in the room, meaning the way you communicate with them. I don't think the NBA is a place you can necessarily stand up and yell at the whole group, but really aim it towards one person. You got to do that individualized stuff. And so that's I, where I think, think Joe Mazzulla gets well, it. I think we're, we're, you know, it's a fine line, right? And the, and I think that at the, at the end of the day, when you look at the reason why the Celtics would lose a game in a series for whatever reason, I believe it's going to be some sort of late game substitution issue, some philosophy on timeouts, something to that effect where the other coach already knows it's been well documented, like his resistance to calling timeouts. So they will play to his weaknesses. Obviously, the smart coaches will do it. The smart, the, the other smart coaches will try to do it, but they're just not as talented. So it doesn't matter. You know, you know, you know a game plan away, it doesn't matter. It's really only going to be beneficial to Milwaukee and probably Philly. That's what I would think. Yeah, and I'm not worried about Doc Rivers as a coach. Well, that's my point. I yeah, mean, like I don't I don't worry about Doc in terms of, of Philly. Listen, Milwaukee is clearly right now it is clearly Boston, Milwaukee. And I really think if you look at a lot of sports books right now, you're gonna find Boston. Phoenix has jumped up there because of getting Durant, so the betting market's gonna react. But right now, two of the three smallest odds you're gonna find in winning the championship. Is going to be Milwaukee and Boston, so we know that that really is kind of the showdown that we're expecting in the uh, in the Eastern Conference, and then that's where someone like Brad Stevens has a chance to be able to help. In my opinion, that's where Brad Stevens can say, "I saw what happened last year." You know, Grant Williams might not make nine three pointers to be able to get us to the next round, so I got you this, 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 and this to be able to match up for this reason why. And I think that's a part of the reason why Milwaukee went and got Jay Crowder. They're going to need another person who can be competitive on the glass based on the way the Celtics are set up. And then it comes day, you know, that's going to come down to your right. Coaching, maybe late game, dealing with timeouts. But it might just really come down to Tatum and Giannis. Kind of like it did last year, in a way. But I'm happy Missoula's got the job. And most importantly, Ime Udoka is not hanging over this organization not anymore. anymore. See you later. What happened with him, by the way? No one knows. Don't care. Take your check and move on. Is Nia Long has moved on to. Uh, well, she has. She's yeah. in like every movie I've watched in the past two weeks. Oh, really? Absolutely. Oh, look at you. Yes, yes. And she looks net, good too. Net, she looks is, good. When is Nia Long never not? I don't know. Good? I'm just saying, like she's an older woman, and you would think, oh, the stress is it stress is getting to me. She looks great. Okay, but still, she was getting up in age. I'm just saying that she looks good. She's not 25. She's 50 something or other. She is uh, 52. Well, we are around the same age. She's older than me, though. By a little bit. By a lot. And looks... Not by a lot. By a lot. It's a year. <laughs> are yes, you an age me. denier? Is that really what it is? I'm, I feel like, I feel like of, I'm getting there. You have a complex. Like, I'm, I'm, no, starting, not, to, I'm maybe, starting to think a little maybe, bit. Maybe, maybe I do. Every time it comes yeah. up, it's like, no, I'm not that old. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, maybe. 50 has become a problem for you. I'm, I'm well, realizing really that it has. I'm realizing that it has. Maybe you just opened up like, now we can start the healing. Oh, Let's boy. Let's start the healing. Here we go. <laughs> Let's start the healing process. Hi, I'm Christian Fourier <laughs> for Better Help. After yeah. I turned 50, I started to worry that everything would uh -huh. droop, not work, and I would turn completely gray. Uh -huh. there, there is now an app for that, and you, if you call blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, we can go. help you. Uh, That's more right. aggression for you next. So maybe you need to feed into this a little bit more and yeah. find well, out what's helping. out there. There we go. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, more Gresh and Fourier on WEEI and streaming on WEEI.com. Three, two, one, go! Welcome to the Really hunted by number 58 is DT the great and we front it, hate and we shun it. Still competition, the opposition fake. I know that they really want it. Loud sitting next to me, loud is the recipe, no doubt. Now we are proud that we get to see KC Chiefs come and break these geeks, make them taste these cleats. Welcome to the Red Kingdom. How about that? Oh, yeah. It's so, better than I thought. Former New England Patriot Christian Fourier dancing on Twitch to a Chiefs rap song. I was mocking it earlier, and they're like, wow, it's, like, it's not bad. As far as, as, far as teams, oh, please. As, as far as team songs go, this is like this is like Emmy Award winning material right here. Like, you kidding me? Like, if you, if you heard some of the other ones that we played in years past, this is probably one of the best ones. Oh look, there are uh, low, low, you know, low ceiling. There's here, a right? low bar. You mean I? Uh, I thoroughly enjoy the local garage band who will, you know, go into go to grandma's house and close the garage door and smoke some dope and figure out sort of how they're going to come up with the song that the team will get behind <laughs> and that everybody will rally around. I do. I do miss those because they were gloriously awful. And you're right, this rap song isn't terrible. It's, it's a Super Bowl celebration. But, it's, it's within, not, but that's the thing. It's a Super Bowl celebration for the effing Chiefs. Does that make does that sting a little bit? Um, stings, doesn't it? It, uh, it does. No, you can I, say it. It stings a I'm lot. I'm not. Like the, uh, yeah, the championship celebrations when they're here, great. When they're elsewhere, I'm just kind of like, all right, great. Enjoy them. Do your do your thing. Uh, but I will say this, at least the play-by-play voices of our fair teams, whenever they get an opportunity to grab a microphone in front of 2 million people, don't sound as bad and as stammering as Chiefs play-by-play man Mitch Holtis who couldn't even spit out where they won the game and what Super Bowl it was. Here's Mitch Holtis. Let's go. It is time to celebrate your champions. Let's do this now for real. And join me as I ended that game in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm sorry, in Glendale, Arizona on Sunday night. Raise your banner if you are part of the Chiefs kingdom. Raise your hand. Because for the second time in four seasons, there is a red and gold reflection on the Lombardi Trophy. A big red reflection. Your champions, Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs. This guy's hammered. I missed that the first time. He's do you, hammered. Do you think he was? Do you think he was day drinking? Oh. First of all, a shameless because plug but at the beginning. As you remember, if you were watching the game or actually listening to me on the radio, mm. as I ended that game, I said this. So he basically took his rehearsed, scripted line from the end of that game. In four seasons, the Lombardi Trophy has a red <laughs> and gold reflection. <laughs> a big red reflection. 
He guy. even kind of got that wrong when you kind of think know, about it a little it's bit. Like everything, he's like 0 for 2 so far. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. You know, Sean Grande, <laughs> whenever the uh, whenever the Celtics win the title, right? You know, Grandy ain't screwing that up. No. Mike Gorman ain't screwing no. that up. Joe Castig ain't screwing Joe it up. Joe Castig ain't Nobody screwing that screwing up. up. Well, Fleming, on the other hand, yeah, here, it's screwing it up. Just tell yeah. him to stand down. Stand down. Well, they'd Mikey. have to get him the tall microphone yeah. to pull down, <laughs> not hold up. But no, in all seriousness, like, I don't know if that was the result of day drinking or not. I never, what would be kind of awesome, though? I mean, let's be real, right? If we were to pull back the curtain for a moment and just think about how great would it be to have Castig, right? Hammered? Let's say, yes, the Red Sox win the World Series, and he's like, so Castig would be standing up there, right? It'd be a like a glass of just, I'll go. What do, you, what do you think he's drinking? Oh, I'm going gin with ice. Really? Okay. Right? So gin a little with, just oh, gin with some ice, and it'd be like, hey, Red Sox <laughs> and his shirt's half untucked. And, like, would that not be that would unbelievable? Be. You know what, Joe? Just let it, man. Just for this one time, just un, you know, lighten ah, up a little bit. I'm effing retiring. Kiss my ass. Yeah. He's just, he's, like, he's way drink too much of a professional. He way is, too buttoned he's too, up. Right? Too buttoned up. It wouldn't be. It would be great no. though. You're right. I think you're right about the gin. Gin to me reminds me of like my grandfather. Something that I, I want nothing to do with that would probably give me a terrible hangover, and I wouldn't know what what drink to what to mix it with. I would just have to drink it straight. Meanwhile, the, meanwhile, the Bruins could win the cup, and Jack Edwards would be out there with that double-breasted suit yeah. on, wrapped up like he's like in a, a blanket, like a, like a streaker, right? <laughs> Woo! Right, not, not, but going all Mitch Holt this more than anything else. Uh, here's uh, here's Patrick Mahomes from uh, yesterday as well. Kansas City, how we feeling today, baby? How we feeling? Drunk. Kansas City with the world champs. Can I get a hell yeah? Stop this for a moment, please. Thank you. <laughs> because I love pro wrestling. Yeah. I know what it is. I get it. And in fact, Terp has even added that whenever I go on a rant, he hits the stone cold music, right? Yeah. The glass breaks and yeah. I lose my mind, right? Yeah. This isn't necessarily going to be one of them. But Stone Cold Steve Austin is the only one who can get away with the saying, give me a hell yeah. And unfortunately... Travis Kelsey kind of started this. Right. And then, you yeah, and then you know, uh, Stone Cold would get in there and do his thing. And so now they just blatantly ripped that off. And Patrick Mahomes was wearing the gifted WWE title, which, again, as a wrestling fan would tickle me. I kind of hope Jacksonville wins it because I want WWE to send the guy who owns AEW one of their belts for his football team that he owns winning a championship. Mm. Another story for another time. I don't even want to hear the rest of, of freaking well, Pat you, know, you don't have to hear it because all, all it ends with is like, we ain't going anywhere. We ain't going anywhere. Oh, that's Get right. Used Thank to you it. for that. Get yeah. used to it. We ain't going anywhere. Like, this is, this is, they are now the Patriots. They are now the ones that own the parade route. They are the ones that own the celebratory, you know, uh, you know, parade with the buses and the drinking and the fighting and the belts. That's them. Like, aren't you jealous? Can I get a hell yeah? You should be jealous. It's never going to happen Am again. I, it's not going to happen again. I don't know if again. I'm jealous. Because everybody that is still... That used to be you. But everybody is still trying to play catch-up ball. And I think that's part of the reason why I look at Kansas City. And it's like, okay, they're living in their moment. Well, and then there's this guy, Travis Kelsey, who, of course, living in the moment yesterday as well. Seas Kingdom, let me hear you! Let me take you back to... Uh-oh. 2022 in the month of maybe April. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe April. <laughs> Guys were getting signed left and right. The haters were saying that the Chiefs would never make the playoffs. <laughs> the haters were saying the Chiefs were done. <laughs> if you knew the Chiefs were gonna win the division, let me hear you say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right now. <laughs> if you knew the Chiefs were going to get the number one seed, let me hear you say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
I knew it, you knew it, but they ain't know it. If y'all knew that Patrick Mahomes uh, was gonna go. win the MVP, let me get a hell yeah! All right, thank God. I, I, it, it, thank God First that's this, over. It, it, listen, uh, take it from me. Uh, ten years from now, uh, you will listen to that, and you will be uh, probably working somewhere, and someone will play it, and uh, you will cringe. You will leave the room. Let me get a hell yeah! You will try to remember what you were drinking and what you were thinking. Probably nothing because you were drinking, and then you will just. Uh, you will just kind of just give yourself up to the moment, and yes, you will regret it. Well, let's go back in time. Take it back. Yep, to the year. Really, this would be <laughs> 2004. I, I can't believe I'm allowing you to do this. After now. the 2003, well, listen, the trade off of you making us suffer yeah. through listening to all that crap was to get to this, Terp. Jill, <laughs> stop, stop. Stop. No. Start. Wait a second. Let context. It, no. Hold on. No. Context. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when this is played. I hate it. Yeah. We could have so avoided dopey. this whole 15 okay. minutes. Here's the thing. There's how it works. You're just minding your own business, enjoying the festivities, maybe drinking or two, maybe making sure somebody's watching your kids. Who knows? But you're too preoccupied <laughs> with being part of the celebration that... And the next thing you know, somebody hands you a mic. You don't have anything prepared. You don't know what you're you, what you're gonna say. You're drunk, and this is what you get. Yeah, yeah. All I know is, a couple years ago, trying to decide where I want to play, they said, "Don't go to New England. They'll never win it again." Oh my God! They just won it. Well, how about you, New England? How about you? God dang it. I can dig it. Can you dig it one time? Yeah. Hey, let's let's give it up (laughs) for number 87. David Gibbons! Please stop. And I won't mention the bonus they screwed him out of that year. Uh, Okay, number one. What? You didn't like the transition from me to David? That was excellent. How? uh, Well, you went down in number. I guess you should have gone up. But then again, there was no 89 on the roster. So, And by that point, you didn't know where you were. So you're just looking to hand off the microphone. Yep. So what I said, it only made sense to me. So let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. That went down at around, what, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe 1230, 1 o'clock, something, something like, like that, that, right? Yeah. What time did you start drinking that day? As soon as we got on the bus. Uh, no, in the, I mean, as, well, soon as, we, as soon as we got there. Hang on, hang on, because I, if I have, uh, and, and I have not been a part of one of these, but I have an idea of how they work. You guys all gone on buses at Gillette and yes. then came up here, right? Yeah, you hop on up. Yes, okay. police escort the whole So nine. when you got <laughs> on the bus, had you already started yes. drinking? Yes. Okay, did it start once you got to the stadium? Yes. And there who was the who was your teammate that had everybody set up ready to go? I'm gonna because I know gonna, you didn't be YOB. No, 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 no. I, no. I, I had never done it before. I didn't know. I just showed up and I brought my daughter. So I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be one of those days. Got to be real. <laughs> Got to be real careful." I brought my yeah. daughter. I, I, How old was I, she? Three? Maybe three. Oh maybe three years God. old. Oh my God! And I was like, "I got to be the good dad. I got to make sure I pay attention." She teething, give a little whiskey. No, yaker, no, kid. no. And uh, <laughs> no, and uh, I'm gonna say Larry Izzo. All right. I'm gonna say Larry Izzo. Okay. Maybe, maybe a Mike Vrabel. I'm not. Maybe a Matt Chatham. But I'm not sure. I can't remember. I was on. I was on the. I was on the bus with the all the linebackers, all the older guys. Okay. So that was my group, right? Um, but what, I mean, listen, they just there wasn't. They just give you everybody has a beer, but then you switch the. I dump the beer out. You put something else in it. So you're 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 sipping and guzzling the whole way up there. Um, yeah, and I, the one thing I remember is like, you know, you go up against this railing. And I had my, and I remember the cheerleaders were there. I was like, I somehow I think the cheerleaders ended up with my daughter. 
they ended up watching my daughter because nobody else came. It was just my Whoa. son was sick. I was like, oh, you know, they're women. They know how to care for kids. Uh, give them, what? Ah! So your wife, so your wife at the time, yeah. not there, home with your son. My son who was sick. And you just me and remember Riley. handing Riley off to <laughs> someone. That's all multiple, you remember? Multiple people. There's a lot. There's a, it takes a village. Okay. At a so Super Bowl party. I, I, I'm dead serious yeah. when I ask yeah. this, right? Were there people from the organization who were kind of like designated kid wranglers, or were you the only idiot that brought a near infant well, to a parade? I wouldn't say she was a near infant. She was a very independent young child. Very independent. So that means, Mind of her own. So that means she was up and walking. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she moving around. No, no, she was great. still needed constant care. Yeah. I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even remember part of that day. I just remember by the time I got back, she had to go to the bathroom multiple times, and I had to take her on the on the bathroom bus in the back, which is like a coffin. Of course like, it and is. And I had to go in there and with her. And you had to go in there. Yeah, yeah. Because at that age, she'd fall in there because were a those lot of, hoppers there are normally were, pretty big. There were some other moms there, too. There, there was a lot. Of, actually, when I think about it, there was a lot of mom, other moms there. Got yes. it. I was well covered. Supportive wise. There was. There was. Because the guys would, on the duck boats, they were standing up on the top. Yeah. And like uh, anyone who didn't want to be part of that whole thing were, were down below and just hanging out. So I was fine. Not that of the year, but fine. I got it. Now, the next year, did you not make mistakes like that? I had coverage. I don't even think I brought them, but I was fine. I had multiple people there to watch over, like lots of friends, and so I was fine to do whatever I do wanted. We to do we have audio turp from uh, Foyer no. having the microphone the second time? No, they did it different that year. You avoided it? Well, all no, completely? they didn't. They didn't just hand a mic and just let people just talk randomly. There was they were much more organized. I think only like three people spoke, and then that was it. If you go back to the first year they did it, oh, it was a mess. To the second year was still a mess. It was the second year was the second one was still a mess. That's true. The third one, well organized, really tight. Here we're doing this, we're doing that. We're not gonna everybody just dance and act stupid. The most the hijinks really, even if you look at the past Super Bowl victory parades, it was um, most of it happened on the duck boat, right? Guys taking their shirts off, people like guzzling beer. Did you see like a couple people? criticizing Patrick Mahomes for drinking beer in front of kids. Yeah, like what are you going to do? It's right. If you're if you're a kid and you're there, there's be booze around. Like, hey, aren't people drinking in the crowd too? Yeah, this is the gold. Little Johnny, this is what you're working for. All right, cuz I know we got a big segment to get to next. Yeah. However, did anyone throw anything of value at you? No. Including some draws? No. Nope. No. No panties no. chucked up there. No, no, no beer. No, nothing. Real, no bottle of scotch. PG. Like Other than the open drinking, I remember that was the main concern we all had was like, hey, we got to hide the fact that we're drinking. Okay. Now, they don't hide it at all. No. Like, Patrick Mahomes is up on stage with a Coors Light guzzling it, and then, you know, and then we obviously have Gronk, and wow. you have all the other guys. But my point is, like, it's completely acceptable to get completely publicly trashed at these parades. And I will also add this. Okay, nothing that you say at that parade uh, can ever be uh, held against you. It's the one day of your life where uh, you can say whatever the hell you want, and it should never be replayed over and over again. Jealous of yourself, as this guy. But that wasn't at the parade. That was, but that was at a launch party. That was. That wasn't at a parade. So we never got the mic, right? We never got the mic at his Super Bowl. The one, only the one Super Bowl that he was ever a because he of. was too busy dancing. Yes, <laughs> making up yes. for. What wasn't going on yeah. on stage? Uh, we've got a couple of stories to peel through in what we think might be big deal or no big deal. Gonna work At least that's the concept. It's the working we're gonna, title. We're going to rename that and uh, do the exercise with Billy Landy next. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI.
1247, Gresham Fourier here with you on Boston and New England's Sports Original, WEEI. All right. So now we are going to get into something that in another incarnation of a show on this station was called Big Deal, No Big Deal. I don't know if it was Christian's original idea or not. The 413 says, well, I can't call it Big Deal, No Big Deal. Wasn't that Christian's idea on the yes. old show? Yes, it was. However, you know, yes, you was. try to put a fresh paint of coat on uh, something. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the, the inspiration of this And I said started, it wrong purposely. That's okay. The inspiration of this was uh, because Glenn would never answer any questions. Always sitting on the fence. He would never give a clean answer. Are so, you saying I didn't have an opinion? Uh, no, he did not. So he would flirt with the middle, okay, all the time. So we had to figure out a way when we were talking about all these, you know, topics and these stories, like, do you agree or do you not agree? Is it a big deal? It's like, oh, it can't be. A, it's either a big shut deal up, or no Fourier. big deal. Okay, you shut up, Glenn. Okay, so... This was the inspiration of Big Deal, No Big Deal. And plus, it's a cool little way that I thought of, you know, getting in some topics that we normally wouldn't talk about. Get your uh, opinion on something that I would never normally hear you express. Um, You know, make it provocative, funny, whatever. I don't know. I like it. You let me know if you do. All right. That's it. All right. There we go. So we have laid the groundwork. Landman, what do we have? All right, so the first story is uh, people, and by people I mean more so um, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He's upset about DeMar Hamlin's jacket that portrayed religious imagery that he wore at the Super Bowl. Okay, so here's the deal with this. So he's <sighs> he's talking about a jacket that DeMar Hamlin wore at the Super Bowl. So, this this uh, so guy, DeMar Hamlin, it, I, I, I feel is, bad for him now. Well, he's being ripped to, ripped to shreds. So, so, the var- so here it is. So it's a varsity jacket that Hamlin wore. Uh, was from a collaboration between two rappers, Travis Scott and Takashi Murakami, okay, by by a brand name named St. Uh, Michael. I guess that's what it is. One side of it uh, on the front is a message that says, without end or beginning, there is no day and there is no night. On the other side of the jacket has a face of a Christ-like figure wearing a crown of thorns, the face in the same design uh, as a chain that you know they they, they all made. So it's up on it's, uh, Twitch right uh, now there for it is. those so watch. Really, I don't know why anyone would every anyone being you know Adrian Peterson would have an issue with this, or why Demar Hamlin would even find it important to engage or respond or apologize to stupid Adrian Peterson. So I'll start, Gresh, since you're new at this. No, it's not a big deal. No, you shouldn't have apologized because Adrian Peterson is a dope. Like, why would you respond to Adrian freaking Peterson? So DeMar Hamlin put out a tweet saying the following. After talking with my parents, I understand how my coat could have offended some people. It was never my intentions to hurt or disrespect anyone. The coat is abstract art to me. It says eternal, which I am eternally thankful to my savior. My beliefs and relationship with God is not tied to symbolic images. I'll learn from this and continue to walk in love as I always have. Matthew 7, 1-5. Uh, this is no big deal. And you know what's worse? Adrian Peterson, first of all, is an idiot. The bigger idiots are the people who are promoting the conspiracy theory that this is a fake Damar Hamlin. And that the guy really died. Yeah, and just that somehow the NFL is covering it up. Like, you're, you really need help, I think. So, okay, think so that. you, you read, so you this, read the apology. Yeah. I guess, are we calling that an apology? I mean, I, I guess, think, well, he did come out and say it was I'm the, sorry. I guess it's the, if I Talk offended, no, but it's the, if I offended anyone, I apologize type thing. It's kind of a weak ass apology. So here's what Adrian Peterson way. actually tweeted. Okay? Oh Lord. This is, this is my point. This is no big deal. Like stop like, you know, you know, encouraging this type of behavior. He says, uh, you should be thanking God, son. Not your godson. You should be thanking godson. That's probably how I think he would say it. This is blasphemy. We all fall short, but come on, man. I find this disrespectful. So he found this disrespectful. This jacket. This is why it's no big deal. Because when was the last time you heard from Adrian Peterson about anything? When has Adrian Peterson said anything other than taking out a switch and beating his kid with it in some closet? Okay? And then, like, and nothing happening to him. This is the last thing Adrian Peterson... This is what Adrian Peterson wants to be known for. No big deal, Demar Hamlet. Don't apologize to him. He's a dope. 
That's the first topic. All right, there we go. I, I don't know if we have time for one more. Billy, I would say the uh, the third story on the list. Maybe we jump to that. The third story, the mother that refuses uh, to force her kids to share toys. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Apparently, there is a uh, a mother out there who has uh, separate and personal uh, or separate and personal community toys because a mom refuses to uh, have her kids share. Hey, here's here's the thing with this. Okay, so okay, either either you let little Johnny play with uh, your toys or you don't. Either you're one of those parents who's who there's a kid who probably never plays with any of their toys ever, and then suddenly somebody comes over and says, "Well, I've ne- I don't have that at my house. I want to play with it," and the kid loses his mind. So my thing is like, all toys are on the table. You share whether you like it or not. I don't care. You suddenly can't be obsessed with a toy just because. Like somebody else finds it desirable, so to me, do you think it's uh, bad parenting? Is no, that what you're I, saying? I think or? this woman needs to lighten up, like lighten up, take a chill pill, like like so. Some two year old is having a fit because uh, you know they have a play date, so they hide all the. To- this woman hides all the toys. She takes the toys, she puts them away. So when the play date happens, they have like you know minor league toys, low level toys, because the kid who's theirs that doesn't want anybody playing with them. Don't have a play date then. I'd be a little worried more about crayons than I would be like toy cars because, you know, you can stick them things up your nose as quickly as you well, can. They just end up, you know, my thing is like, you know, let some kids uh, he, that that's never been in your house, they like, take the crayons, they, they draw all over your wall, they don't do anything with it. Yeah, I got to say, uh, this one is out of my lane because when I met my wife, the boys were seven and five. So normally if they had like a play date or something, most of the kids would be like, you live with a giant. So they were always like, oh, my God, look at this song. He's he's big and loud. And then they would just go do their thing. They'd be like, don't worry about him. Let's go upstairs and play video games or something like See, that. My, my thing is like when and I we had the basketball well, court, so I could well, always yeah. be like, I ah, get your ass outside. I'll make you something. If deep. I saw a kid come to the house and that kid had a runny nose and it was like dripping all over the place. And then I saw them grab anything in my house. I was like, "Uh oh, that thing's getting thrown away. I'm throwing it away. I don't want a Petri dish of, like, you know, germs running all over the place because the mother or the dad doesn't want to wipe the kid's nose. That is something I have a problem with. But anyways, uh, that's it. And there you go. There is uh, at least the the uh, the virgin excursion on Big Deal or No Deal, led by uh, Billy Lanny. And by the way, like, some some parents, good Lord, like, the whole just... Light, like they're kids, man. They're kids. They're going to do dumb stuff. They're going to pick their nose. They're going to eat boogers. They're going to wipe stuff on the wall. It's just, it's just the way it is. Like, think of the dumb. What was the dumbest thing you ever did as a kid, if you can remember what, quickly? What, what are we talking kid-wise? Like, what age group? Like, Oh, I would say that once you once you hit puberty. Oh, jeez. If you're puberty, say, say 12 or younger. Take it back. The dumbest thing? Well, that's a loaded question. What would your parents say was the dumbest thing you ever did? Ooh, man. Well, we used to what we we used to like uh oh, like Lord. create these mud balls we would call them. We would hide in the uh in the bushes and we would throw mud balls at cars as they were driving down the street and the goal was to see if uh, a car would stop and chase us. That was it. We just wanted to be chased. All right. We're going to try to keep this to a minute because we're heading to the top of the hour. But Jermaine in East Boston wants in on the toy conversation. Hello, Wiggs. Hey, how's it going? I think that mother, parent of the year, I spent too much money on your B.A. Baracus action figure for some snot-nosed kid to come over the house breaking it. You get, I, bre- I break out the ghetto toys, the homemade toys, the ones <laughs> that we true. spent. We got at the Dollar Tree. I think it is a great idea. Too much money to be spending on toys. I didn't seen it before it happens. Break out the ghetto toys for the snot-nosed kids. Keep the good toys hidden away. I love it. Gretchen Zoe, wrong show, foyer. <laughs> Talk about day drinking. Talk about day drinking. This, this, this guy. All right, Wiggy, we Thank love you. you, buddy. Thank, Thank you. you. That- Wrong show. You're right. You're like 14 years late. Uh, okay, listen. Use that as your lead tomorrow morning. Listen, Courtney, Curtis, Greg, use that as your lead. That, that is your lead. 
What are you doing? You know what? I gave him a. I gave him some Irish whiskey Press this morning. Toe. I gave him Press some Irish. <laughs> I gave him some Irish whiskey. Oh. He's already drank the whole bottle. Do you believe? Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, we got one hour left. More next. Oh, my God. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 